0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at LifeChurchUK.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Faith of the Son of God is the title of this devotion which is a statement here from Galatians chapter two, which is one of my life verses, where Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live it, but the life which I now live in this body. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Oh, I love that verse. And then the next verse, verse 21, I have not received this grace in vain. In other words, I'm not going to try to find significance by the performance of the law when I have perfect righteousness with God through His Son, Jesus. And all of this teaching is so essential to keep our hearts clean and pure before God, washed by the water of His Word and constantly renewed by the Spirit in us. And here I want you to see this for a moment here. Galatians 2:20. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. The old King James would say, by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. You see, there is this faith, faith, listen, that comes from God in his Son. Like Jesus said in Matthew 16, verse 18, when he asked, who do you say I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to Peter, blessed are you, Simon, son of Barjona, for no human being has revealed this to you, but my Father who's in heaven and upon this rock. What is the rock? The Father, Revealing His Son is the rock. Jesus is the rock that followed Israel through the wilderness, out of which the life-giving waters flowed to nourish their deepest thirst. And Jesus is the one that quenches our thirst. He said in John 6, verse 35, whoever comes to me shall never hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. If you drink of the water I give, John chapter 4, you will never thirst again. Jesus is the rock from which the life flows. It says in 1 John five twenty, He is eternal life. He is God. So it's important you understand this, that it is this faith the Father gives in His Son. Faith, you see, is the knowing, perceiving, recognizing, seeing of what is naturally invisible, but is spiritually eternal. We know that the things that are naturally visible will pass away. But we also know that the things that are invisible are established eternally. So by faith, you're able to, excuse me, by faith, the faith that the Father gives in His Son, you're able to see what is established eternally. You're able to connect with it. You're able to experience it, to know it. By faith, you know it. It's, uh, it's a lot of things we know by faith. When Nicodemus could not understand what Jesus meant, that he needed to be born again if he wanted to see the kingdom of God in his own life, Jesus said, do you hear the wind? Yes. Do you see it? No. Do you hear it? Yes. Do you feel it? Yes. Do you know where it comes from? No. Do you know where it's going? No. But it was still real to him even though he couldn't see it. He knew it was there. And the truth of faith causes us to be able to see, know, perceive, recognize the things that are invisible but eternal. Now, here he says the life that we live in this body We live this life in the body by the faith that we receive through Jesus. You see in Hebrews chapter 12, and you know this verse very well, it's a famous verse. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him and so forth, looking unto unto Jesus, the author and finisher, or perfecter of our faith. You see, through Jesus Christ, we receive faith. It's not possible to live in true fellowship with Jesus and not have faith in God. Because Jesus said in John 14, verse one, if you believe in God, believe also in me. If you have true relationship with the living God, then you automatically come into relationship with Jesus. Jesus said, if you knew my father, you would have known me also in John 5, for I come forth from him. If the word was truly living in your heart, you would recognize I came from God. And if my heavenly father's love were in your heart, you would receive him because I represent him. I represent him, I come giving his life. And this is so important that the faith of the Son of God is given, maintained, and perfected in us. That we have this faith, not just any kind of faith. Not just any kind of faith. I understand people, they they love to talk about faith in, in its many different aspects. But I like to always give Jesus the glory about faith. I like to, it's the faith in the Son of God. Whoever believes upon me, Jesus said, will never perish, but have eternal life. John chapter 3. And he says here in John 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5, Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? You see, it says in Ephesians 3, starting at verse 14, it says, For this reason, realizing the glory that God gives us through His Son, I bow my knee before the Father, from whom the whole family of those in heaven and those still on earth receive their name, receive their bond of unity, that He may grant you out of the rich treasury of His glory to be strengthened with might in your inward man (coughs) through the Holy Spirit, making his permanent home in you so that you may be rooted in faith. They comprehend together with all saints, whether it's the height, the depth, the breadth, the length of the love of Christ and come to know the fullness of the Godhead, become a body filled and flooded with God and have the richest measure of his divine presence. But you see, it's the Holy Spirit that brings that faith of the Son of God into our hearts. And yes, the Word of God comes alive to us. And, and we hear in our spirit God speaking because God doesn't need your ears because God is spirit. He bypasses your ears and goes straight into your spirit. And He speaks His Word, life-giving, into your, into your very spirit where well, the Word is living in your spirit and in your the spirit of your mind, and you connect with it, you perceive it, you recognize it, you hear it. It's, it's a spiritual life in us. Christ is the living Word, the living seed, as Peter would say, in our hearts by which we're made alive, born again, with that incorruptible seed of the ever-living Word. Christ is that incorruptible seed of the ever-living Word. And Jesus He brings us into this faith. Listen to this, please. Jesus is the author of faith. Jesus is the perfecter of faith. Maybe you say, Oh, Pastor, I know, I believe, I believe, but, 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 but my heart is struggling. My heart is not at rest. My father Johan Masberg, who's in heaven now since 1997, my father said to me, Robert, believing is resting in God. And oh, how I needed to learn it, but didn't understand it then. But thank God he said it, because now I appreciate what my father meant, that when you rely and trust and depend upon him, when you have this faith of the Son of God, You say, my life is in your hands, Father. My future is in your hands, Father. All my needs are met according to your riches and glory. I trust you, I rely and depend upon you. All is well, Father, all is well. You have this rest about your nature of total reliance and dependency on the everlasting arm. But I understand sometimes we still are struggling and, and Actually, that is not as negative as, you may f- as it may feel like. You see, the struggling means there is something laboring to come to perfection inside of you. And in Mark chapter 9, there's this precious man whose son has a real broken spirit and is vulnerable to the evil attacks of evil spirits because his spirit is not strong and steady to resist, to withstand and the enemy just overtakes the weakness. And I hate that about Satan that he always preys on the weak souls of men, the weak spirits of men and and gives them his feelings and thoughts and then people panic and they're afraid and they react and they emanate those feelings and thoughts. Instead of going, ah, no, 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 I don't know what this is. I don't want to know it either. Get off of me. You know, and you resist it. As the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But okay, this, this young man, he, he'd suffered with this from a very young age. And this father came to Jesus. And he said, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said, if you can believe... All things are possible to him who believes. You see, if you can do anything, help me. And Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. There's nothing impossible. And maybe you just are trying to get into that spirit of faith and you haven't been able to get into it. You're still waiting, you're still hoping, you're still wishing, you're still saying, Father, I trust you. And yeah, but you're not in that anointing of faith. And I want you to see what happened here. Immediately, the father of the child cried out with tears and said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And I love this about Jesus, that when we come to him sincerely and say, Lord, I believe that by your stripes I'm healed, but I'm not in that, in your faith. I believe with my believing, but it's not enough. I need your believing. I, I need you to help me, help my unbelief, Lord. Give me that spirit of faith that just, oh, I'm there. I've broken through. Praise the Lord. It's done, I know it. You know, i give you a simple little example. My son, Zachary, when he was a little boy, he was ill and I called my dad in the middle of the night. We'd gone to the doctor and whatever and whatever, but I called my dad at 12 o'clock at night in the Netherlands. And I said, oh, Pa, Zachary is ill and I don't know what to do. He said, let's pray. He said, thank you, Jesus. By your stripes, Zachary is healed. Amen. He said, it's done, son. And that faith of Jesus was in my Father. And I could feel that faith. And so when we hung up the phone, my sense of urgency and need was not diminished. You can receive an injection of something but not always feel the results of it instantly. So I just walked back and forth in that room saying, thank you, Jesus, that you're always with us and that by your stripes, Zachary's healed. I prayed the little prayer my father prayed and I kept praying and I kept walking back and forth. And for one hour, which I know can sound long, but it wasn't that very long when you consider the need. And after an hour, the faith of the Son of God burst through my being. It broke through every wall of resistance, of, of, of worry and stress and whatever. And there was the faith of the Son of God. And I knew it's done. And I walked up to the bedroom where he was laying And he was sweetly asleep and the fever had broken and he was beautifully healed. And you know, there are so many examples that I would love to give you where you can see the faith of the Son of God. The faith of the Son of God. If you go with me for a moment here to Luke chapter 17, right? I'm almost done. Luke 17, starting at verse 1. And he said to the disciples, "It is impossible, um, yeah, yeah, okay. It is impossible that no offences should come. But woe to him through whom they do come! I would, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck." And he were thrown into the sea, then that he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourself. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he ret- repents, forgive him. <clears throat> and if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times in a day returns to you, saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. And the apostles said, Oh, my goodness, Lord increase our faith. I'm not there yet. This benevolence, this merciful goodness, this grace that you have for people who fail. Lord, I, I'm still working through the last offense that happened 10 years ago. And you say I could have seven in one day and, and live through them all and be able to be good at the end and have a sweet heart and not hold any grudge or any mark of offense. Oh, Lord, help me increase my faith. You see, all of us can look at certain circumstances and say, I don't know, I just don't connect with it. I, I just don't connect with it. I believe, but I don't connect with it. And I love this about Jesus that when we sincerely come to him and say, Lord, I believe, but help my own belief. I need your faith, Jesus. Jesus, help me. You're the source of faith. You're the author and perfecter of faith. Help me, Lord, increase my faith. I tell you the truth. When you come in such a sweet way to Jesus and you, you keep coming, you persistently come and you keep coming, I tell you the truth all of a sudden your wings are going to get unstuck and your faith is going to rise with the increase of the love and the life and the spirit and the truth and the word of the Lord Jesus. And before you know it, boom, you've broken through. Amen. Have a good day.